and who experienced the third, the third uh, area <coughs> that we have to discuss, and that is who A navi can be sent on a mission. He can be given an assignment, and shlichos means an assignment primarily to share that information that he received. A mission is charged. Not just with, you know, you receive this information, I want you to share this information. Sometimes there's specifics in how he's supposed to share the information, how he's supposed to give over the information, and to whom he's supposed to deliver the information. That all goes together under this heading of shlichus. A Navi can sometimes have a shlichus. It's not necessarily the case. As we saw earlier, not every experience of Navua confers information. Not every time that a Navi receives is in a state of nevuah, of that bonding, is he going to receive glimpses, insights, and ideas and information from God? Sometimes he does, and the Ramakana is telling us, and not every time that he receives information is he being dispatched to deliver that information, but sometimes he is. So there's an A, there's a B, and there's a C. First and foremost, nevuah is A. The nevuah experience is the A. The A is the dveikus, the hiskashus, the bonding with God, the oneness with God. That may sometimes also come together with a B. What's that B? The B is... Receiving information from God, getting insights and clarity from God. And that B can sometimes also lead to a C, but again, not necessarily. It won't always have to lead to C, and the C is God telling him, okay, you bonded with me, I shared information with you, now go deliver this information to such and such a person, such and such a community, such and such nation, in such and such a way. That's all the shlichus, and that's the third aspect of Nevuah, but it should be very, very, very clear that you can receive Nevuah without having a mission, without having a shlichus, without being charged to share it, and I can be a Navi without even receiving information. And now, that, that does tell us um, how to understand the Gemara. There's Gemara, Gemara is in Megillah that says that uh, the total amount of prophets of Navim that Klai Yisrael was capable of flying me Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the Gemara in Megillah. How many Navim did Klai Yisrael have? How many Jews were privileged to reach the level of Navua? Uh, from the point of you know the, the Navua beginning in the Midbar until when Navua ended at the end of the first base Hamikdash when, when the Navua ceased. So the Gemara says there were one point two million Navim at Klaisral at Kefal Kiflaim Shayitzim it's right. Two point four million, yes, Kefal Kiflaim. Two point four million um, of uh, I don't know if it's Kefal Kiflaim or Kiflaim. I might be misquoting the Gemara. It's either 1.2, we have to look at the Gemara again. The Gemara in Megillah says that, that the amount, it gives an astro- astronomical number of, of Navim. I can't, I don't remember right now, we have to look it up again. Is it Kefal Kiflaim or is it Kiflaim? Either 1.2 or 2.4 million. <clears throat> That's an astro- astronomical number of Navim slash prophets. The Gemara says that we, from all these Navim, we only have 70 that have a recorded prophecy through the whole range of Tanakh. There's only 70. 70 whose prophecies are recorded and says the Gemara that's because what was relevant for um, Klai Yisrael to hear that's what's recorded and what wasn't relevant is not recorded which means the vast majority of the Nevi'im didn't receive Nevu'ah that we would call relevant for Klai Yisrael but that, that very much is, is, you know, when you read this Gemara, it's a bewildering Gemara. So, like, why they receive Nevuah? Why were they Nevi'im? If only 70 out of these 1.2 or 2.4 million received prophecies that were relevant for Christ, so, so why, why is everybody else a Navi? 
but it makes perfect sense now. You know, when we're seeing what Navua really is all about, what a Navi is 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 um, really doing, the Gemara, you know, clicks um, directly and, and, and seamlessly into the greater picture the Ramchal is putting together for us. Navua and Navi, one thing we learned by this point in time is that it has nothing really to do with prophecy, it has to do with that bonding. And you're trained how to bond with God, you're trained how to depart from the world of the physical and cling, have your neshama be at one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That may or may not lead to a prophetic experience. And even when it does, that may or may not lead, as the Ramchal is saying now, to being charged with, go deliver this to someone else. So that's, that's Mamash the Gemara Megillah is saying. It's speaking at this Ramchal. A Navi is not defined by someone who is being told to go tell the Jews to repent. Navua is not to be understood as, as uh, foretelling certain doom that's going to befall you. If you don't shape up, that's not what Navu is, and that's not what a Navi is. A Navi is someone who's able to, has been trained how to how to be at one with, with the Rebbeinu Shalom, being misdapik and miskasher. And sometimes he reveal, receives a prophecy, and sometimes that prophecy is something that's so relevant to certain kings to hear, to Klai Zodir that I go share. So of all the Navim, yes, yeah, so seventy are the ones that went from A to B to C. That's really what what uh, the Gemara Megillah is saying, which is not so bothersome anymore, right? It's not really so bothersome to hear that there were Kiflaim or Kefal Kiflaim, or the Yitzim Mitzrayim. Of, of, of Naviim, because uh, uh, to be a Navi is not a bad prophecy. The Gemara makes a lot of sense now. So the, oh, there are only 70, 70 Naviim that went from the A to the B to the C. They went all the way. That they, they went from A to B, they received relevant information, and see that information was relevant to the people around them, and relevant for Klai Yisrael to hear, kings to hear, for individuals to hear that was relevant to Klai Yisrael themselves. So, so the Ramchal is going to elaborate on this. Let's see further. Um... Again, the Ramchal speaks it out. The Shlichos being charged, given a mission to share this information when I emerge from the Nevoah, that's not the definition of Nevoah. That's not what Nevoah comes down to. In other words, you can have Nevoah without being charged with sharing it, with delivering it. And it's not necessarily the case that part and parcel being the Navi is that the Navi has to be, again, sent with a mission dispatched to deliver to others. That's, that's not part of what, what, what defines him being a Navi. <clears throat> it can happen, but it doesn't have to happen. The core idea of Navua <clears throat> and, and the basics of Navua, as we've explained already, is that state of oneness with God and that state of God revealing his essence to the Navi. His his infinite essence and infinite light and illumination being revealed and shared through these lenses as the Navi is at one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's what Navua really is. And that can come accompanied with knowledge, with information and enlightenment. But even that doesn't, that's the B, that even that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. But it can come together accompanied with that enlightenment and and uh, insights. And that sometimes the enlightenment insights, the Navi is told now, deliver that to the masses or to the individuals. And what can sometimes happen on many occasions to the Navim, who is that they will be sent to others. And those are the 70 Navim that we have. Yeshai, Yecheskel, Yirmiyahu, the mainstays that we have in Tanakh, they were sent all the time. Now the Ramchal tells another interesting piece of information over here. When a Navi is sent on a mission, it doesn't 
have to be only that Navi who is like graduated, a graduate Navi, was given a mission to share information. As we saw, there's the Navim and there's the B'nai Navim. The B'nai Navim are the apprentice Navim, the Navim in training, the understudies, or the, the studies rather, that are, that are learning the trade. Those are the B'nai Navim, and they're studying by their Rebbe. And then there's the Navim, the people that have made it, that have graduated from uh, the school of preference. So the Ramchal is going to tell us that, you know, we saw earlier that the B'nai Navim can glean and glimpse insights and, and enlightenment in a, in a very non-clarified way as they are becoming, as they are, be, as they are, as they are learning, you know, the ins and outs of Nevuah. Um, and they still need to be trained and directed how to, how to hone in on that, how to hone in on it rather, and how to hone their skills. But sometimes you can have a Navi in training who is also given an assignment, who is given information, and he's told to share this information, even though he hasn't yet graduated, he can he can be sent on a mission, even in, with the information that he's he's getting, uh, in, for the time being, in, in more of a, you know, an unpolished way. Let's see. Um, it's possible, certainly, for the Navi Mubak, that's the graduate Navi, the, the, the professional Navi, the one who, who has made it to the top, who has his information clearly, so he's given that shlich, he's given that assignment. It's possible, though, for even so, for someone who's still being trained, who's still learning the ropes, who's still figuring out what it means to be an avi, to also receive um, an assignment, to be given a mission, to be told, okay, I gave you some information, I know you, you know, sort of got it, but I want you to share this information nevertheless. That can happen. The B'nai Nevi'im, can also receive assignments. What's, not, what's the nafkami that it makes? What's the practical difference that that makes if a Navi in training can receive an assignment? The same way a Navi in training can make mistakes about his information, he can make mistakes about his assignment as well, and that can end in tragedy. And it, in fact, one time did end in tragedy. The famous story that the Ramchal is about to quote for us, we know from uh, our explorations through Tanakh, famous story with Idoi Hanavi and Yeruvim. Let's see. You can make a mistake. Loi Bameshi Yisnabu, not necessarily with the information that he's sharing. El Bameshi Yasu Midaitam. It can happen with modifications that they make to their their mission, changes that they make to their assignments. They don't satisfy the conditions and the terms that they were that they were they were given to them in their assignment and they will get punished for this and they can make a mistake in, in freely interpreting the instructions in the assignment when they haven't quite graduated yet and 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 that can meet with a very dismal and bad end like the navi of yeravam that was dispatched to tell yeravam uh he paralyzed yeravam's hand the mizbech cracked Yeravim's Mizbech that Yeravim had built for Havoyda Zara. Um, he built his own Mizbeach. And the Navi came to tell him that you, you better stop what you're doing. Hashem is very upset. His hand was paralyzed. Yeravim's hand. He picked up his hand to, you know, to tell them to seize the Navi and he couldn't move his hand anymore. And then the Mizbeach split. Okay. So, so there was a Navi that was given that job, but he was still a Navi in training and he was given very specific um, instructions from HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to share that information. He was told, you know, don't 
don't make any stops on the way there, don't make any stops on the way back, don't stop to eat, don't stop to drink, don't offer it. You have to go there and come back without any stops, without any breaks, without no eating or drinking. Sha'abra al Atmi, who is convinced by a false prophet to break his instructions, and the Nimshach and and he uh, says he got killed by a lion. The Nimshach he he made this mistake because he wasn't yet fully polished in the Darche Navu, and so he thought this uh, a false navi tells him something else that can override his instructions. And you realize that God told him something. God's not going to send another navi to override those instructions if God told him something. You know, if um, said something. He doesn't change, doesn't uh, modify or abrogate what he said. I'll talk about that there in Sanhedrin, that that's what happened to this Navi. He uh, made a mistake, he made a mistake in, in, in uh, thinking that his instructions could be modified and overridden by another Navi, the false prophet, and that's what happened to him. Okay, but in any case, we see, we learn an important principle over here, is that um, there is... Uh, a time and a place where a Navi will be given enlightenment information and be told to share it. That's when it's relevant for the people that he, that he needs to share with. And part of that sharing is how he's supposed to share it. That's part of the sharing. But, 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 but it's very often, in fact, we're told the vast majority of prophets were, were, um, were not given this assignment to go ahead and uh, share that information. Um, so that's the third step in, in uh, Nevoah. And um, maybe we'll send this out as a separate recording and go on to Zion now. Send this out separately.